And welcome to episode 154 of those millennials podcast today i'm your humble grateful extremely thankful host k the classic i'm here my nearest and dearest my boys and friends in real life uh real here how you doing how you feeling how's your pockets how was your week you were really low you hear me yeah there you go that's a little better uh yeah so we're back for our second episode of the week the, gonna start the week off so we're recording this on sunday night literally during the minnesota denver game uh, yes, this is pretty disrespectful, and, and and I blame you, Dustin. So say, so Dustin, I know you check out these twenty five minute pods. This is this is how much we're disrespecting your team right now. We're recording a recap. <laughs> we're recording a recap of the playoff matchups of all the playoff games, and we're doing it during your. Well, actually, you can you probably shouldn't take it as disrespect. Maybe we're taking we're doing this because we feel like y'all should do what y'all supposed to do, which is win. So. That's what we, y'all should do what y'all are supposed to do. As we're recording right now, you guys are only up three. It's the first quarter against Minnesota. One eight matchup. Um, but yeah, yeah. So to make us right, I'm going to go ahead and say Denver took care of business. So if I'm wrong, your team did not take care of business. But anyway, um, yeah, we're still going to, so like we promised, uh, we're going to do these little tw- 25 minute quick hitter pods. We're going to try our best to do a, a quick recap of all the games. That happened this week, but before we get to that, uh, don't forget to like, favorite, and subscribe. It helps the pod go a long way. Um, if you guys like this little uh, thing that we're doing as far as the 25 mod, just leave a comment. Let us know if you guys like the little shorter uh, quickie pods for your recap for your Monday, Tuesday, for your Monday commute for the people that listen on and watch on Monday. All right, man. So, uh, bro, I think it's, you know, we, we should just get to the game that we just saw right now. Uh, the clash of the superstars, which I, I'm not gonna, this was like a throwback. I loved it. So I'm talking about the Clippers versus the Phoenix Suns. Uh, Clippers underman team prevail. Actually, before we get to that, how crazy is it that all the road teams won today so far? Yeah, I mean, I hit, I hit them on, on a spread parlay. Just need the Timberwolves to cover seven and a half. So they'll be good on that. All the road, this has got to be the first time. That all on the first day, first round of the weekend, that all road teams have won. This has got to be the first time this has happened. No, no, no. I'm pretty sure this has happened before. Really? You think this has happened before? Okay. I'm pretty sure this happened before. And, and, I mean, and it's like in a seven game series uh, era? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it happened before. I mean, because seven beating the two always, is already always, rare as it is. It's a swing game. A seven, but yeah, but a seven beating the two is always yeah. But they usually usually take they usually take care of their business at home. All right, but anyway, um, yeah. So clash of the titans, Kawhi Leonard versus Kevin Durant. Uh, this game was pretty damn good, man. Uh, so the Clippers won one fifteen one ten. Uh, I'm, I mean we're like so. Let me start with the positives and, uh, and then we can move on to, to, to negative. I think Russell Westbrook played the best worst game I've ever seen him play. Um, he was not effective offensively at all. I think he has he's he was minus six. He played 36 minutes. He was three for 19 from the field. Uh, only made one of his six threes. He was 
again, this is one of those games. If you don't watch basketball and if you was just going off the stat line, you would think Russ had an awful Russ game. But like defensively, uh, he was a menace out there. Go ahead, Ruff. Um, I mean, first thing I say is you know just watch Russell Westbrook. Let's me know he, every day he tanked it with the Lakers because <laughs> the effort that he was showing, like I mean. The effort that he was showing on the glass, the defensive end, the last play on Booker. Yeah. The block at the end and smacking it off of him. The the the, the glass, the the glass attacking, the the pushing of the pass. How about how he was chasing and, and blocking Kevin Durant? Kevin Durant shots never get blocked. And he got yeah. ripped a couple times too. And he and he was doing this thing where like where he was getting blown by by Booker, was smacking the ball out a lot. Mm-hmm. Um it, but the, I think my biggest takeaway from the from this game is I just think that the, there's going to be there's a glaring issue in Phoenix, and I think it's DeAndre Aiden. Like like mm. Chris Paul is at this point in his career where he can maintain effectively affect the game by not scoring. He damn near had a triple double, and the only thing that was missing was points. He had double digit rebounds and assists. Yep. DeAndre Aiden got outplayed by Vita Subak in the first half, and then showed up a little bit in the second half. And he, yeah, and he like me, you. So you're saying this, but DeAndre Aiden, if you look at his shot chart, it doesn't look that bad. But it doesn't know, look I, that bad. But if you watch the game, you know he's saying Subak, it's one of those. It's one of those for sure. Zubac was getting to every ball before he was, and mm-hmm. and they were doing. And then the Clippers came up with this weird ass funky thing where the matchups, where they knew they were going to switch, and Kawhi was on DeAndre Aiden, and not one time did he like ask for the ball in the block. You know, and then punish Kawhi or, or 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 something. I don't fucking know. They got Kawhi on you. They're cross matching this whole thing. And you, I mean, I mean, Finn's got to figure some shit out. But I tell you right now, there's a glaring issue with DeAndre Ayton because he needs to be a third banana with this with those two other dudes. No matter how well they play, he has to be more. He has to be really effective because if you ask me, Plumley and Zubak were the better two better big men. Then DeAndre Aiden, and that was just in one game. Plumley gave him some good minutes. Um, I was surprised Ty Lue, but I shouldn't be surprised because Ty Lue has done this and he's he's shown that he's gonna do this when he's a head coach. Um, but there was one point in the fourth quarter where the 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 Suns got really small, and I thought for sure that he was gonna take Plumley out and just kind of just go with you know one of his lineups that he's is he's deployed where he has nothing but shooting and Russell Westbrook out there. And he stayed big. He stayed true to that. He stayed with Plumlee. He, he, he trusted Zubak, like you said. Um, uh, let me be remiss. But like, uh, again, uh, personally, I'm not a fan of both of these two teams. I'm not a fan of a lot of these players that were on the court, to be honest with you, either. But I'm going to give this guy his flowers, even though it's, it's what Devin Booker played one of his, I'm sorry, the best defensive game I've ever seen him play. Like, literally, I didn't, I mean, I'm, I didn't know he had this in him. This, I mean, I think Stan Van Gundy said through the telegast that he was playing defensive of the year type of bas- uh, defensive play in this series, in in this for, in the first game, and he was he was right. He was slapping balls away. He blocked. Um, who shot was that? Uh, Bones Highland shot and was talking shit to Bones Highland. He didn't Highland. block it. He didn't block it. He, he, he blocked Bones Highland. He didn't um, block that shot. Go watch it again. He didn't. Block I, he it. did. He gave him the high five. He just it's blocked. The ball was already gone. He didn't block. I'm like, Booker, you're just talking shit. You didn't get the block, man. <laughs> uh, got charges. It was the most active I've ever seen him defensively. Um, we haven't said a word about Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant was, you know, Kevin Durant for the most part. He he didn't shoot a whole lot in this game. He only had 15 attempts. He, he was 7 out of 15, but he was distributing 
like you know almost had a triple double he had 11 assists uh nine boards um he, he was the assassin but and i loved i started by up the top be saying this and we can move on to the next series because we kind of go along this but um uh when, but after i say this then we could talk about adjustments for the for what do you think the suns need to do oh you you kind of did already huh you kind of see that deandre need to play better i love that kevin durant and Kawhi leonard took both took the challenge and guarded each other down the stretch i like we don't get enough of that in in playoff in regular season matchups i love that Kawhi leonard made it his duty to guard kevin durant and literally fight through screens and check him um as much as possible you know obviously there's cross matches and stuff when you got to get back in transition but i love that about that the series the last thing i'm gonna say on the series is that like you said under the underman clippers and to me honest i don't think they're underman like yeah you're missing pg mm-hmm. but like like if you just look at what norman powell brought to the table tonight yeah you know like like this team and, and you understand like how hard it is going to be for phoenix to find a solid 20 minutes out of that three. It's crazy. They Norman Powell only 23 minutes. It felt like he played more than that. Keep going. I'm sorry. No, but you know how hard it is going to be for Phoenix to find a fifth player? You know, yeah, like, they got to find the fifth Beatle. Like, 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 and that's crazy that the Clippers' depth and the way they can defend and the way they can throw waves of players at you and still be okay. And, yeah. and, and you have an issue where, like, they're force feeding Tory Craig. And get given him mid range. Tori Brett Craig was cooking. I was telling, I, I was telling Carolyn, I was, yeah, I was telling Carolyn, I was like, it looks like, I mean, actually, that should be your strategy. It looks like, I was like, it looks like the Clippers' strategy is to let Tori Craig go for 25. And it looked that way. It was just like, let him do his thing and focus on everything else. Chris Paul missed some bunnies in the paint, man. But so I don't, as, as far as adjustments for me is, um, if, if I'm the, if I'm the Suns, um, I think Kevin Durant has to shoot more. I think Kevin Durant played a really, really good defensive game. Um, Chris Ball missed some bu- easy bunnies uh, down uh, down the stretch, and I agree with you. DeAndre Aiden got to play a little bit better, but you can't let both of the Clippers big play better than you um, down the stretch. All right, where are we at? I think we need to see Terrence Ross at some point. Yeah, yeah, but he I think he's just so bad defensively. Um, all right, I mean, you know what? But I think you can kind of hide him. But they need some kind of shooting. Cause they tried Isaiah Ram right, and he was just a bunch of braids out there. <laughs> bunch of braids. All right, so we might as well do it in kind of backward sequence. All right, so this one, uh, this one's kind of somber. This is a one-eight matchup, man, and those fighting Miami Heat, man, those fighting Miami beat the again. I'm gonna use the word again because their best player, Giannis Antetokounmpo, unfortunately got hurt in the first quarter. Tried to come back and was not able to come back. Uh, but those fighting Miami Heat beat the Milwaukee Bucks 130-117. Uh, Jimmy Butler did what Jimmy Butler does, man. He played 42 minutes. It seemed like he played them. I, I, anytime he came out of the game, I was literally, again, I was, you know, I have, I, I'm rooting for a longer series, so I, I was kind of holding my breath for Miami, like, man, please don't let these minutes go bad. Uh, but Jimmy Butler had 35 points. Um, he had 11 assists, five rebounds, three steals. He Jim, playoff Jimmy Butler is a real thing. I don't know why people try to just dis, just dis, uh, uh, disrespect Jimmy Butler. Uh, oh, and I'll be remiss if I didn't bring it up, bring this up too. Tyler Hero uh, also was hurt during the game. I think he they said that he reported he broke his hand. The crazy thing is he broke his hand and shot a three and knocked it down with a broken hand. I thought he missed it. No, he he missed it. I thought he hit it. 
I thought okay. I thought then I'm it thinking like of another. He made it, but Bam tipped it in. Bam tipped it in. Oh okay. I thought okay. I must, I must be thinking of another play. Um, but yeah, the 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 Heat team that couldn't shoot, that struggled shooting all year, especially even struggling shooting in the first first playing game, made some shot. Man, Gabe Vincent gave him a big boost. Man, they Max Struess, they was all they was knocking him down. So uh, for you, what 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 do you think you that needs to change, or um, the Milwaukee needs to try to adjust to 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 uh, we yeah we don't know what's going on with Giannis um we hopefully it's nothing serious but let's see what what do you think Milwaukee needs to do and how do you think about how Miami played I mean it's literally contingent on one player you know like I mean Middleton had 30 um Drew um like he, he Drew played. had 16 he was minus 15 I, I've never seen I mean I'm gonna be honest I didn't watch this entire game this was the game I kind of took a break but um yeah keep going no but I'm just saying you know my only thing is for the Bucks is that I just felt like they should have played better even without Giannis they kind of once Giannis went down they kind of got in this like struck mode and I know that Miami is attacking them but mm-hmm. I'll mean, be honest like Miami is literally driving and kicking like that's literally their game they're getting Strew shots again. Um, hell, Duncan Robinson even hit a three today. Um, Bam was hesitant on some of the mid range jumper when I was watching too. I was like, Bam, like you practice, take those, and then he started taking them in the fourth quarter. But this series going forward, I would just say this don't think it's going to like this series now has become more interesting because I thought it was going to be Bucks and six, and now I don't know who's going to win. So, mm. yeah, um, just off the strength, huh? Even, even if Giannis comes back. I think losing that one game, you know, because there's gonna be a, there's gonna be you know you know how it is like you get into like now next game the books are back against the wall. I'm pretty sure they'll come out and win the game with or without Giannis. But and then now you get to Miami and then all bets are off. You know what I'm saying? You get that you get with the Miami Heat fans show up on time. You get them, you know, that white hot arena. You know, heat is on. Anything can happen. Anything can happen. This was what uh, Bill Simmons was, uh, you know, constantly saying throughout the year that, you know, the zombie heat. Uh, real quick, be, you know, I'd be remiss if I didn't bring this up too. Kevin Love gave them a big, big boost. I believe he hit five threes uh, in the game for them. Um, uh, and then I saw this stat uh, on the internet, so I thought I should share it real quick about the Miami Heat game. Um, if my phone would stop being dark. Oh, thanks, phone. Uh one second. The Miami Heat played nine players tonight in, in true Eric's in Pat form. Uh, four of them were undrafted. That's the first time that's ever happened in uh, NBA, and they beat the number one seed. I think that was pretty fly. All right, man. So uh, adjustments for me. Uh, yeah, basically what you said, man. Middleton's got to play better. Um, Middleton at 33, I don't think he can play any better. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, well, he, I meant I meant to say Drew. Drew Drew needs to play better, and uh, Splash Mountain's got to get it going. And because you know, we'll see what happens with this Giannis injury. I will say this, and not just to go further, but like lastly, if, if they lose, like they 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 probably need to do some shaking on that Milwaukee. That whole, that, that whole like I don't believe you could run Middleton back. He's unreliable. To me, he, when he's good, he's healthy. But now it's kind of they they got a big decision to make. Middleton's a free agent, and you're just gonna ha- hand him the bag. They got some. They you know we don't want to talk off season stuff, but that's um that's that's gonna be a big situation there. All right, man. Let's get to the main course. Let's let's do it. The number seven seed, 
went against the number two seed, Los Angeles Lakers, went against the Memphis Grizzlies. And what a game. What a show. The This was probably the best Laker game I've ever, I'm sorry, the best I've seen this team play start to finish. Um, the first half was kind of, I mean, the second quarter was kind of bad. LeBron had some bad turnovers. Um, some still bad, like this is the second game where he's had some really, really bad, um, uncharacteristic turnovers. Um, but this was a total team effort. Obviously, uh, Anthony Davis probably played defensive of the year type of defense. I think he had five, ended up having seven block shots. Like he got like two more, uh, in, in down the stretch. Um, DeAndre Russell probably played one of his best, better playoff games. Rui Hachimura, who their people, the internet was calling him Rui KD, the Japanese Kevin Durant. What you think about the Japanese Kevin Durant for Rui Hachimura? Dang. <laughs> Just play like that, Rui. <laughs> um, uh, and then Austin Reeves, man. They, they they gave him so many names that I can't even think. Austin Powers. What you think about Austin Powers for Austin Reeves? Mm-hmm. Burning man. Um, and I told you guys in the chat, to me, this was the quietest 21 points I've ever seen LeBron score in a playoff game. It was quiet. It was and it was where well warranted like it, he didn't need to do much. He he trusted uh, Austin Reeves and D'Angelo Russell to take him home. Um, so, yeah, Ro, uh, go ahead, man. Get, get your shit off. What do you think? Obviously, I'm not going to tell you to talk about adjustments for the Grizzlies. I will want you to be objective and say what you think the Grizzlies need to do. Uh, I have not brought up John Morant's injury yet. We have to wait and see about that. That's one thing that sucks. We've had two like major players that have gotten injured, so we have to kind you of know, figure it out. But go ahead. One thing I will say this about, like, I think the NBA probably, like, you know, NFL has done this with the protecting the quarterback because that's the product. I think the NBA probably should take away the charges in the paint. Dave DeFore, huh? In, in, Dave DeFore has been pushing this for like the longest. In the paint only, though. Like charges outside of the paint, cool. But in the paint, it's just, just we, we should just be contesting like the shot because like there's no way like Ja cannot come down. Like, even though he's a jumper, he's when he jumps, he's like above you. But I mean, I digress. But I just think that they got to take away charges from inside the paint. They got to do that. Um, overall, I mean. When Ja got Morant got injured, it was five minutes left in the game. He only had eight. Let the record show the Lakers were up six. Keep going. Yeah, he and and they only had 18 points at that point. Which yeah. my biggest fear after watching what he's done to us before, and you know, we start off with the Vandalorian over there, switched it to Schroeder. I love the way that we were just mixing and matching. D- D'Angelo finally showed up and played a great game. Uh, but uh, but like I said, it's just all gonna come down to what if Ja. A can stay healthy if they can get him downhill. But my, my thing is, as I'm, I got to go back and rewatch the game. But up until like he only had 18 points. Like my JJ was Triple J was probably the best scorer tonight. And then Bain hit some tough shots. The best game I've ever seen Triple J play. Keep going. But and, and Bain had 22. But my thing is, if you're going to contain Ja, I mean, we it was if you're going to contain Ja, how we he was contained. That's a different. Even if he's healthy, the Lakers gonna win the series. Mm-hmm. I think he only had 18 points in the fourth quarter with five minutes left. He scored 20 damn points against the end of the quarter at one point. He can get downhill and explode. And if he can, if he's contained, Lakers gonna win the series. But the whole thing is, if he's not, or if there's hand issues lingering any longer, I mean, right now, I'll be honest with you. So let me take off the objection hat and put on the Laker hat. Right now, I'm in Eddie Guerrero mode. I'm in lie, steal, 
cheat mode when it comes to the Lakers. I don't care how we get there. I don't care. Tomorrow. <laughs> I don't give a shit if the hand was broken in six places. I don't give a don't give a fuck. Long as we advance to keep going. <laughs> uh, all right, let me talk about the the Grizzlies since that was just so Laker uh, uh, positive. Um, Jaron Jackson Jr. That was the best performance I've ever seen him play both ends. Mm. Um, he stayed out of foul trouble, which every commentator had to make sure that they brought it up that he averages five fouls against the Lakers in the regular season. It's only three games. Um, I think uh, another positives. Uh, I, th- I think they should find some more minutes for Luke Kennard. Um, he only got five okay. shot attempts, but he had some more. Huh? He played 23 minutes. Yeah, he played 25 minutes. I feel like they need to find – well, again, we'll, we'll see what the, what's going on with the Ja situation. Um, Xavier Tillman played pretty well. He didn't get any get get up any shot. Dylan Brooks uh, missed a lot of open threes. I, I'm sure that was part of the Lakers' game plan to leave him open. Um, I like – what did you think about uh, the matchups when the game first started? LeBron started on Triple J. Tillman – I, I was surprised by that, but it – but. Tillman, I mean, it, it allows AD to rest. It just shows different matchups to Triple J. Yeah. But it, but also because the because Vando has to start on Ja, which I like, and he should just be, he's just yeah. be wherever Ja go, he go. Yep. But honestly, I mean, but so, I mean, the matchups didn't really, but it was the. the Titus Jones should probably play more for them too. Titus Jones was actually giving them some good minutes when he was out Titus there. Jones, my, my issue was like they, they, they threw Roddy out there, the rookie, for yeah. 10 minutes. They got they can't. I don't know if they're going to be able to play Conchar and and, and all Dominic. My question is this, and this is just a, as an objective uh, person that watches basketball, especially the Grizzlies over the last year. Why is has uh, Zaire Williams just fall so falling out of the rotation so bad? He sh- he showed flashes of some things in, in in like a year ago. Like he was he was like the second or third person coming off the bench like last year. I just I don't understand why they wouldn't go to him. He he, he has size. He can kind of shoot. Maybe they don't feel they, like he's ready for playoff basketball. I just I don't get that. They groomed him last year and he got playoff minutes last year. Which that's I what was. I'm saying. Like I, I don't, I don't, I don't understand that. I mean, again, I don't, you know, I don't pay attention to Grizzlies. Maybe somebody else can tell me like what's going on with him. Um, but um, it shows that he played 31 seconds, so he got in there for a little bit of time. But it just to me, it's just like he has size. You you need the size that he provides because at one point they uh, when um, Dylan Brooks was resting. Um, you, like you said, they brought in Roddy and he just has a big body, but he's too small. Again, LeBron wasn't doing anything, but they had Dylan, uh, they had Bane, Desmond Bane guarding LeBron at one point. And it was just like, Zaire Williams is six, eight, six, nine. If I remember off the top of my head, won't you just try it? Like, let's see how it looks. And it, it's probably going to look bad, but see how it looks. Um, yeah, man. Uh, this was again, just to reiterate, this was the full package like your game. If you are laker fans like us and believe the lakers can win it all that is the kind of um performance that gives you the where it's like okay now i see what everybody sees like that's that's when all the collection of people and all the pieces come together and anthony davis looks like he's (laughs) i don't know wilt on defense out there uh, but yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what happened Wednesday. They, that's a pretty good en- enough time to see if uh, John Morant is is going to be a- available or not. All right, man. So uh, done with the Saturday, done with the Sunday games. 
Uh, as of right now, the Minnesota Timberwolves are still losing to the Denver Nuggets, 53-42, uh, with one minute left in the second quarter. But uh, let's get to the Saturday games, man. We 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 can try to make this fast as possible. Uh, we're gonna we're, not, we're probably gonna go alone. We're kind of gonna go a little past the time, but it is what it is. Um, all right, so uh, let's 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 just go ahead and get to it, man. Let's let's get to the light the beam team, man. The beam team, the team that you and I have put some put a wager on uh, to win the series. Um, the Sacramento. Kings in the Golden State Warriors. I'm trying to find the score right now. While I excuse me, while I pause. 126-123. There you go. This this how they do this on on freaking NBA thing is freaking terrible. They need to just fix it. But yeah, uh, Sacramento man. First of all, what a what what an atmosphere from the television from my couch. I felt the atmosphere. Um, Nate Duncan was there uh, covering the Warriors for uh, Dunked On. And I don't know if you saw this, but like just the random jerseys that they had in the crowd. Did you see some of these jerseys that they had in the crowd? Uh, I should have had it prepared, but this like they had they they had fans that had just the most randomest king players that you forgot were king players jerseys it was it was kind of incredible kind of funny at the same time um but yeah man steph curry man steph curry in 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 uh why can't i think of his name darren fox had a duel i mean malik monk played well too but De'Aaron Fox, uh, for those who did not watch the Fox, I mean the Fox, the the, the Sacramento Kings a lot this season. De'Aaron Fox was one of the most clutch players in the league uh, this season. And in this fourth quarter, it, it just it looked like a regular season game to him to, in his first playoff game in his entire career. Balled out with 38 points. Uh, he didn't really have any. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to see how, how much turnovers he had. Less than five. Yeah, two. Yeah, two turnovers. Malik Monk had a really good game. You know who played really well, and I was surprised. Um, and he was kind of a pass. I, don't, I hate to use that phrase, That's but cool. he was an NBA journeyman. Uh, uh, Trey okay. Lyles, man. Trey Lyles played yeah. really well. Who's about to say? I don't know if I say Alex Lynn. Oh yeah, he's he was he, Alex Lynn played well too. I was I was giving Alex Lynn some love in the chat. Uh, but Trey Lyles played really well. He knocked out some really key threes. Um, but yeah, but. What do you what did you think of the game? What did you think of the atmosphere? Uh, what are your takeaways? What do you think the Warriors need to do for adjustments? Atmosphere was gonna get them a game alone. You know, I just mm-hmm. feel like no matter what, like that game, sixteen years. Like, I mean, I put a little wager on that one, and I hit on that. And we that have game, a big wager on that one. What are you talking about? I mean, I put a little wager on that game one. Oh, I mean, okay. but I mean, the big. I mean, it's not really a big wager. Um, <laughs> Uh, the odds when we was talking about it was a big wager. Everybody had the Warriors. Don't do that. Yeah, and they got this, but yeah, we got a plus two twenty. So it's not even a. Yeah. My thing is, I don't know about this bet because, like I said, if that's what you have to do to put away the White Walker Warriors, you know, like like if this says that what you have to do to put away, you know, the White Walkers, if you gotta put a fucking stake through their knife and they're still gonna come after you, like it, it, this, I'm worried about this series, man. Like. The quality of shot making concerns me because that's what the Warriors want to do. You snuck out with a game, you got it. Congratulations. My that's what Mike is- Brown said. He said they the, the Warriors like to play fast and we want to play faster. And that's how they started playing better. See, in go ahead. I'm sorry. I, I just don't know in the playoffs how many times I'm gonna get 32 point performances from Malik Monk. 
I don't know. That I would be the only one, but I, I would I would counter that. When are the, when are you gonna get another Demontis Sabonis five and seventeen? I think he's gonna play better. When are you gonna get Keegan Murray, who's led the who led the rookies in three point percentage this year, and then was like completely outplayed by obviously by Malik Monk? I think he's gonna play well too. Kevin Herter, who played thirty minutes, was a complete next to no show as well. Like. They had some of their starters who played really, really well, really good basketball all season, played some of their worst games, and it just it, they were rose up by the play of Fox. Again, I don't want to say Damana Simona played awful because he, he grabbed – I mean, how many boards he grabbed? He grabbed 16 rebounds, um, so he didn't play that awful. He just played – he just couldn't, you know, hit throw rock in the ocean. But I, I will say this: Malik Monk played the probably playoff game of his life. You're probably not going to get another Malik Monk game of that of that caliber, no. I just don't know who's the like. My thing is, it's gonna be Fox, and I don't know what the words are gonna do for Fox. I mean, the only way I feel like the, if the Kings win this series is if Fox goes nuclear like that every damn game. He's gonna have to because he's been doing just, it all year, though. Hmm? No, I mean, yeah, I mean, he's in our division. I'm and the only him. person that was able to stay in front of him was Gary Payton. Was Gary Payton. Steph, yeah. no, Clay, well, no disrespect. No, honestly, to Clay. honestly, Clay I, can't do I, I that no think more. Wiggins did a bad job over there. They were Wiggins. Wiggins was giving them hell in that first half when they were cross match. Oh, that's another thing. How did I not bring that up? So Andrew Wiggins' first game back from you know, you know, God knows what he was going personal reasons. The fact that he played that well in his first game, but he he and he didn't look that gassed too. That's another scary thing too. He's just you know I know he's been working out, but he didn't look that gassed. He played. You don't tell me that doesn't change the way you think about this series. Um, I don't because I think Demonte Simonis can play better. That's why I think. Like I think, as whatever you feel about how Wiggins can play better, I feel like Demonte Simonis, who's been really fucking good this entire season, who's gonna make an all, the third uh, team All NBA for a lot of teams. He's probably he's he probably a shoe in in marker for third team All NBA for everybody else. Um, like I think he's gonna play better. I think he's gonna. Again, we was talking in the chat, like he was so hesitant with that 13 footer, like Draymond and Looney was giving it to him and he was just turning it down and just like after you see him, you miss a couple and then you see him, they just leave you open, like the confidence factor starts to build up, like he's just not confident in that shot. I'm sure his coaches told him, I, I'm, I'm, I would almost put money in game two tomorrow. Uh, he's gonna knock down like two or three because they're giving them to him, and I think he's gonna. He's been. He was knocking down that shot all season. So like, yeah, I, I don't think Demondis is gonna play that bad. I mean, and I would just had this last year. We can move on from it. I, I think the Kings have a great chance to win the series because I mean, you got you got you got one of them dudes. Fox is gonna. He's not the stars. The, the stage doesn't even. No matter how clutch he was, we know it's different. Like I told you, every time the players roll around, that basketball turns to a medicine ball. So. Yeah, yeah. I just think the biggest words adjustment plays into what the Kings want to do is that they can't have Looney and Draymond. I don't even know why the fuck Steve Kerr even had Looney and Draymond together on the same court at the same time. It's, you did. You were you were the advocate of that in the chat because they were playing so well defensively. They were stopping Demonis Sabonis. Shrinking together. the court so yeah. much, though. You're shrinking the, the court. You have. Are you really shrinking the court when you got two of the greatest shooters of all time on the court, though? I mean, you can combat that, but what the? F- I mean, Looney Looney is out there just for effort. I mean, to be honest, he's if, out there stopping their second best player. To be honest, it, it, it just it, to me it funnels your defense. It funnels your defense. You can sag off of two guys. Yeah, you know. So, so my thing is, if they, if the war to to me, the best words lineup is Draymond, 
Wiggins. Yep. Um, GP3, Clay. Clay and Steph. Yeah. That's got to be good. This ain't a search for Poole. And I don't even know how long-term Poole's going to be on the Warriors. Yeah. But this ain't a long-term search for Poole. Like, Poole, to me, does not really fit. And I think Dante DiVincenzo is a better player than Poole right now. Poole is very up and down all season. Um, and I think his pace, I mean, just just being a, and, and I hate to say this, but like when Steph sits, just Poole being in there being a diet version of Steph really still bends the defense because like people are, people treat him like Steph on the, on teams. Like they treat him like Steph. More so because of the speed, not because of the Yeah, speed. yeah, yeah. He gets but he gets treated like Steph and that still bends the defense and then I open up for players like Draymond and open up for uh players like uh Looney and stuff like that. But um adjustments for me, um I don't think the words need to do need to change the wheel. I think they play pretty well. Wiggins is just gonna get better, stronger. Um uh, Clay, um, I think he he got he got blown by a couple times, but I, I think at this point, like asking Clay to guard points and twos is probably just a little too much for him. I think he's he's better for guarding and more impactful now in this point of his career, guarding threes and fours. Um, and that's it, man. I don't I don't I don't think there's a lot again, not a lot to change the will. They 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 did a good job around uh, slowing Sabonis, and then Sabonis got to try to play better. Um, uh, in game two, which is tomorrow. All right, so let's get to honestly probably the last exciting game of this uh of these ma- of the first uh first rounds of the first game of the first rounds. Uh, the the orange what what, what does Stephen A. Smith say? Orange and, uh, orange and blue skies. It was all orange and blue skies on Saturday. Um, the New York Knickerbockers. Uh, huh. My mistress team. team I I really like. I got a bunch of merch. Don't tell anybody. Whatever reason, Carolyn's rooting for them too, and I'm just like, why are we rooting for this team? What are we doing? Why why are we? Oh, Carolyn, get down. We can do put a little few, little money on the futures, Nick, because they win in the East, baby. Oh my God. Anyway, I'm trying to find how much they won by. Uh, one on one, ninety seven. Knicks beat the Cleveland Cavaliers. Um, uh, storylines up top. Julius Randle returned from his injury that he got hurt in the regular season and played. Call him that. Don't I'm call not, him Julius. I'm not calling him Mando. Uh, <laughs> Julius Randle played uh, way better than a lot of people expected coming back from that ankle injury. Tears in my fucking eyes. Um, Josh Hart. Um, geez, freaking Louise. Josh Hart played probably the game of his life. Um, I, he's already one of the best offensive rebounders and guards in the NBA, and he bought out i think this game out of all the games this game to me was just won by the knicks offensive rebounds again they didn't it didn't look that way on the stats like if you would just go off the stats it the disparity isn't that bad but it just felt like every time the knicks got there was one possession where they got like four and you know obviously that says a whole lot but every time it felt like the Cavs was uh, I mean, the game was back and forth and tick for tack for a lot of time. The Cavs kept it in between two or three or four and five the entire time. But every time I felt like the Cavs were getting momentum, they would sh- there would be a play where, you know, Jalen Brunson gets a shot up and miss, rebound, Obi Toppin. And then somebody else get a shot up like Grimes, rebound, Josh Hart. And it's just like, those are backbreakers. They're just, they they kill the momentum. They, they again, if 
if I was talking about a player who who was kind of invisible, and it's hard for this player to be invisible because of his size and how tall, I felt like Jared Jared Allen was freaking invisible in this game. Like for he had fourteen rebounds, but if if it was ever a game where fourteen rebounds was quiet, it was this one. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. I'm gonna just no, but I, I would just say that you know my biggest takeaway is not the rebounds. Is my man Mobley getting? You know, I was I was kind of upset because Mobley's my man, but Mandel's my man. So <laughs> so uh, you got a lot of men. So I was rooting for the Mando, obviously, because the Knicks win in the East. I just, I just, my, my biggest takeaway is that the late in the possession, like they have another problem too. Your fifth player, you cannot hide him on this court if he cannot play proper basketball. I wonder why D and Den, they didn't just try Danny Green. Like just, just try Danny Green. You know like, what? I, I try they, let, they let Chetty play 18 minutes. I'm looking now. Ch- again, Chetty. But then, but then well, he played crunch time though of the 18. Yeah, like again, Chetty Chetty's fine, but like, no, but you try a, a, on, a legit knockdown shooter who's been in these like, situations. He's getting his ass busted by Jalen Brunson. Yeah, and it's another series, just like how last year we saw, you know, in the Mavericks versus the Jazz when when Jalen Brunson was busting everybody ass. My thing is, you have two players. It's this Clavis team is weird because you have two players. I mean, Donovan Mitchell isn't a shiv defensively, neither is Garland, but they have to hide him for some reason. They hide him on, on, on RJ and, and, and Hart, and then you leave fucking Brunson on, on, and Chetty Osmond on, on the island, and he just frying his ass. Yeah. So it, it, I think Rubio at one point of his career was like one of the best perimeter defenses in the game that like nobody talked about. But now he's like, you know, after his ankle, after having so many surgeries and just being older, he's not that guy anymore. I'm looking at this stat line right now. It the the Cavaliers only played eight players. And I, while that's like, oh, it's Kevin, that's that is a meaning thing. That means you put a lot of minutes on a lot of your starters, man. So I'm looking right now. Donovan Mitchell played 44, uh, 44 minutes. Jared Allen played 40, uh, 43 minutes. Darius Garland played 44 minutes. You're putting a lot of minutes. Again, they're young, so it is what it is. You're putting a lot of minutes on your on your, on your your team when Thibs is literally playing 10 guys because <laughs> he has he got mobs. You know what I'm saying? He plays, He got a lot of players that he can play um, in this schedule. And one last thing before I go, because we didn't even bring his name up. Donovan Mitchell was literally dragging this team to the finish line again. Didn't shoot a didn't shoot the best. Uh, he took he got thirty eight points, but he did it on thirty shots, so like it wasn't that efficient. But again, just knocking down timely. Th- Damn, he took sixteen three pointers. Fuck. Um, he was six for sixteen from three. Um, that's a lot of three pointers. Steph doesn't even take that many three pointers in the playoffs. Um, but again, just play drag this team because again. He's the only player on this team that I can. I'm trying to think that had really has playoff experience. Jared Allen, you know, he has a little playoff experience. Evan Moley is his first playoff experience. Darius Garland, this is his first playoff experience. Jared uh, Garland played pretty well though. He made some timely shots too. But I think this is gonna, this is gonna be the most back and forth series. I think it is. This is to me, guaranteed. This is like a guaranteed seven series. But the only thing that it, you know now. The Cavs got to go win one in New York when they they could have just not win in one in New York. So now they got to find one to win one in Madison. Where I'll, I'll end on this. I'll end on this. Lastly, the biggest disappointment to me I think, from that game is that Isaac Okoro, who was a lottery pick from Auburn, yep. like twenty two minutes. He just he just yeah, like one for six. He better he better learn he better learn Chinese. I'll just say that <laughs> he better learn he better, he better learn Isaac Okoro needs to learn Chinese because that's the fucking league he's gonna be playing in. 
real soon because it just <laughs> terrible. Your job is just they compared this dude to Kawhi Leonard when he came out in the draft. Like this is fucking insane that he can't even be on the court in a playoff game. You can't even be halfway effective. You're supposed to be a three and D guy. Isaac Okoro is just such a fucking letdown, man. All right, so these last two we can we can kind of get out of here and, and make this very very fast. Uh, the Boston Celtics beat the Atlanta Hawks. Um, I'm not gonna lie to the audience at all. I did not watch a dribble of this game because I expected the Boston. Huh? What game? When was it? What day was that? Saturday. Yeah, Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, Boston beat the, the Atlanta Hawks. Um, I'm trying to look at the thing. Why does it keep doing that when I do this? The Sixers won by twenty. So annoying. Uh, Boston beat the Atlanta uh, one twelve to one ninety nine. Um, um, uh, again, I didn't. Again, I didn't see this. Did, did you watch any of this game? I didn't watch any of this game. It... Mm, no. It, well, once I saw the score, it was already kind of out of hand. The first half, I didn't even bother checking in. But like you said, that was the Aaron's game, and I was I was. <laughs> this is the Aaron's game, Brendan. Aaron. This this is the game that was in between the Cavs and Knicks. So I had to go to North Vegas to get some fucking food. So mm. I just ran over there. So by the time I got to North Vegas and back, it was the Cavs were starting. So no, oh, okay. So. You hear that, guys? Uh, I'm sorry, uh, in, uh, people that care about the series. We we just we, we didn't watch this. I, I told I was telling he said he said something I said in the chat. I was just like I was telling my man Jeff, this is the run your errands game. Go run your shit and and get out. Uh, but I did watch uh, a little bit of this game, uh, at least the fourth quarter. So uh, we can talk about the Philadelphia Sixers, 76ers, and uh, the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, in the first half, I saw Miles Bridges was balling out. The game was really really close. Um, and then uh, Joel Embiid in the Sixers, who Joel Embiid didn't even have to have a big presence Joel Embiid game because the Sixers just knocked down threes. This is they they like I mean it looked like everybody was knocking down three. And James Harden played really probably <laughs> arguably one of James Harden's best playoff games. Um, but it's in the first round, so we'll see what happens in later rounds. But yeah, man, there's uh not just whatever you want to take away from from this one. Tyrese Maxey played 32 minutes. He only took. Eight shots? No, yeah, he only took eight shots. He went three for five from three. Huh? My biggest takeaway always for is how you gonna guard and be, and what they did was just stupid as fuck. Seven for fifteen. They were they was trying. I so I heard on the uh, on, on the low post podcast when they were talking about that they he was gonna just they was gonna swarm him and because you know Claxton can't do anything with them. But then but yeah, they, they don't have a lot of answers, man. Is this why this series is not like that? You extend your defense out so far to where like a simple pump fake, and now you're in scramble mode and driving kick, and now it's pass, pass, P.J. Tucker corner three, pass, pass, Tobias Harris open three. Like, I'd rather have him – I'd rather have him be, go for 50, and everybody just stay home. Yeah. I really would because I believe that you have don't foul Embiid, but yes, if you don't, don't put him on the line. If you foul the fucking Embiid, like, I mean, don't foul him, but you know how you – like, just De'Aaron Sharp – whoever it is, I would even go small at times and put Royce O'Neal at the five and just sacrifice people to get fucking killed because there's nothing you're going to do about it. Everybody just stay home. You have, to me, I thought Dorian Finney-Smith was a good defender. I don't know. The Mavericks traded him and their defense got bad. Mikael Bridges, a good defender. Right. I just think that you have enough ability to stay home on dudes and not play this fucking Running around, everybody just like I just I got tired of people getting burned off of just one pump fake and then a blow by. Yeah. Um. 
I'm not gonna. There's not a lot of adjustments here. I, I and then I'm gonna. This we can get out, out after this. I just it's gonna be interesting to see what the Nets look like in the next uh, in when the offseason comes because obviously they got a lot of players. I feel like Steph Seth Curry underutilized, but you know, um, uh, uh, Yatu Winbe. How you say his name? Uh, Utah Watanabe. Utah Watanabe, who was leading the league in three point percentage uh, for long stretches of the NBA season, only played four minutes. I feel like he's underutilized. Cam Thomas, who balled out when the first trade first happened. Uh, was getting 30 and stuff is, has played a lot. I feel like they have this team has so many just players that just aren't going to be on this team next year. It's going to be interesting to see where all these guys find homes because um, I imagine that the Nets are going to hold on to players like, you know, obviously uh, Bridges um, uh, and Cam and Dorian Finney-Smith, but I feel like anybody else is probably just worth talking to. Cam Thomas, too, I mean, they might want to hold on to him because he's just so young. Um, but I feel like everybody else on this team is going to be expendable and they're going to try to find the best um, uh, trade assets to, to get this team off. Um, but, yeah, I think that was it, man. Um, Ned, uh, again, I'm going to say this again. Uh, Dustin, your Nuggets should do what they're supposed to do. It's halftime. They're, the Nuggets are up by 10 against the Minnesota Timberwolves, 55-44. Um, I'm just gonna go on a limb and say y'all won. Um, and if I'm wrong, if I'm wrong, and then I'm wrong, this is just gonna just gonna be stale. Uh, but yeah, the please, please, please don't forget to like, favorite, and subscribe. This wasn't quite 20 25 minutes, but we got it to uh, I think we got it like to 33 in that in that range. Um, don't forget to like, favorite, and subscribe. It helps the pod go a long way. Um, and we'll be back on Thursday with the whole uh with the whole of our regular show regular schedule program please enjoy the the uh the playoffs um go lakers